to tell you a story. When I first studied karate... Karate? Yeah, karate. I had no support. Not from him, not from Newman. No. First time I sparred with an opponent, I was terrified. My legs, they were like noodles. <laughs> then I looked inside and I found my katra. Katra? Yeah, your spirit, your uh, being, that part of you that says, yes, I can. Sammy Davis had it. <laughs> so I listened to my katra. Now what? I'm dominating the dojo. I'm class champion. What are you doing? Uh, well, I'm, do I'm dominating. You never said you were fighting children. Well, it's uh, not the size of the opponent, Elaine. It's uh, the ferocity. This is what you used to build me up? This is where you got all that stupid Katra stuff? Oh, no, no, that's from uh, Star Trek Three. <laughs> the search for a spot. Search for Spock? Yeah, yeah, I know. Jerry will tell you that the Wrath of Khan is the better picture, but for me, I always... You doofus! <laughs> this is It Was a Thing on TV. It's a... Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... The Dregs of Humanity! Hello, everybody, and welcome to our third port in our Star Trek feature film live watches here on It Was a Thing on TV. Greg here, and on the other side on Skype is Chico. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to do, the Rapadu John Cena thing there? Yes. <laughs> all right, so, all right. Did it work out, Did it work out for you? No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so where were we in the last movie? Oh, yeah. Spock died. His uh, casket's on the uh, Genesis, Genesis planet. planet. Yeah. Um, you know, something uh, may or may not have happened to McCoy at the end of the last movie. Uh, yeah, David's now proud to be Jim's son. And, uh, yeah, everything worked out okay. Except for the whole Spock dying thing. Oh, that's true, yes. But, and, yeah. however, Kirk, because he's Captain James freaking Kirk, is somehow convinced that Spock is still out there. I mean, no, I mean, we all saw his casket on the Genesis planet, but we didn't see the body. No, we didn't see a body at all. And as we all know, if you don't see something on screen, you have to presume it's still alive. Or at least the possibility is there. That is true. Okay. So, we got the third movie. So, okay. Nicholas Meyer did not return to direct Star Trek 3 because he felt the decision of Spock being resurrected should be not reversed because he thought in his mind, Spock should just stay dead. It should be permanent. So he decided, yeah, Resurrection, I'm not big on that. Sorry, Horv, I'm not coming back for three. But who'd they get to direct this, Chico? Oh, man, you wouldn't believe who they got to direct this. Oh, who? The the desecrated corpse of Spock himself, Leonard Nimoy. What? It was, 
Yeah, he was actually the first. He was actually the first Star Trek veteran to direct his castmates, and his role in this would actually uh, pave the way for William Shatner to direct Star Trek V and Jonathan Frakes to direct Star Trek First Contact and Insurrection, and they would pave the way for <clears throat> LeVar Burton, Sir Patrick Stewart, Michael Dorn, Gates McBadden, Avery Brooks, Rene Arbergeois-Noir, Alexander Siddig, Andrew Robinson, Robert Duncan McNeil, Roxanne Dawson, Robert Picardo, and Tim Russ. Oh, Tim Russ. Can't forget about Tim Russ. Future entry, The Highwayman. As DC Fontana. Is, hold on a second. Doing, is, it, is it already on the list? It should be on the list. I, right. I, I remember putting it on the list myself. All right, so let me just... Uh, this takes forever, this Google Drive thing to load. Hold on a second. Control F. The... Hi, wait. Yeah, it's already there. One eighteen with Sam with Sam Jones and Mark Jacko Jackson. Oh, gee. Well, if it has Sam Jones in it, you know it's got to be good. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. All right. So when Leonard Nimoy said to Michael Eisner, "You know what? I should direct Star Trek Three. I think it would be a great thing for me to come back and direct this movie." Michael Eisner was like, eh, "No, Leonard, because." I thought you hated being Spock, that you had it written in your contract that Spock had to die in Star Trek 2. And Leonard Nimoy was like, no, no. The contract for Star Trek 2 does not state that I wished for him to die. It's in a file in your office, Michael. And Michael Eisner looked at it and he's like, oh yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. You can go ahead and direct the movie. <laughs> Of course, this would be one of the last, if not the last, mistake that Michael Eisner made before he was called up to Disney, where he would make plenty more mistakes. Yeah, plenty more mistakes, but not until, like, at least, what, after 94? I was thinking 90, but whatever. I was thinking 92, but whatever. Mostly after Frank Wells died. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we got... Leonard back as the director. We got all of our cast back, but who do we have playing the villain of this movie, Chico? Who do we have playing the villain in this movie? That would be Christopher Lloyd, who is playing a character called... Krug. Krug. And he was written as a Klingon. They didn't... The studio didn't want Romulans although it was assumed widely that Romulans and Klingons are along the same technological lines. I guess Romulans by this point didn't have the Q rating as Klingons did just yet. Yeah, probably. But let's keep in mind, this is a good one year before Christopher Lloyd's most famous role. Yep. As uh, Dr. Emmett Brown in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Great and, Scott! And Paramount, yeah, they didn't know that Christopher Lloyd would be, like, well-known in the movies. They were like, you really want to get Reverend Jim from Taxi as your villain, Leonard? Really? 
and I bet, and I imagine that he would respond, "Well, Andy Kaufman's unavailable." Yeah, he's probably wrestling Jerry Lawler in Memphis right now. Which, by the way, was a work. Yes, it was a work. Everyone knows this now. It was a work. Everyone knows this with the benefit of hindsight here in the future that we currently live in. But yeah, yeah. Christopher, but Christopher Lloyd as Krug, who is a, who is a Klingon. That's right. But oh, we have a notable name playing as Assistant Maltz. Maltz. That All would right. be one John Larroquette. Ah, this would be uh, the same year where he would go on to uh, greater fame, at, not as one of the uh, members of Black Sheep Squadron in Baba Black Sheep, but as District Attorney Dan Dan, the drywall man, building on Night Court. Yes, that's right. But okay, we also have a big change in the cast. Yeah, uh, Robin Curtis, who didn't do much up to this point is replacing Kirstie Alley as Savick because Kirstie Alley left the role because she was afraid of being typecast. Of course, this was some time where she would, before she would ultimately be typecast as Rebecca Howe on Cheers. Yeah. About good three years later, but also, okay. We also have debuting in this movie, the new ship that's supposed to make the Enterprise look like crap. The USS Excelsior. Okay, and who's playing the captain of the Excelsior, Chico? Playing the captain of the Excelsior? I have no idea. James B. Seeking, silly! Ah, that guy. Okay. That's right. We had to get a match game Hollywood Squares Hour reference in here somehow. We did. And oh! In a cameo as his first officer on the Excelsior, Miguel Ferrer. The late, great Miguel Ferrer. Who we talked about in previous entry, Kung Fu, The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. We got everyone, the main players assembled. So, okay. Let's go straight ahead into this movie, show. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, before we do, though, uh, one cameo of note. Uh, Playing a woman in the cafeteria, not necessarily Yeoman Janice Rand, which she played in the motion picture, Grace Lee Whitney's in this film. That's right. It's a blink or you'll miss it cameo in three. It's a blink or you'll miss it cameo. I'm guessing Janice Rand was somehow demoted. I don't know. Or she was on another ship. Or she was on another ship. Yeah. We will see Jan- we'll, we'll see uh, Grace Lee Whitney again in uh, four and six, so... This won't be the last time we'll see her, but okay. Oh, and there's one other cameo that I'm going to point out, but uh, we'll uh, get to it when we get to it. It's uh, early in the movie. Okay. All right. But Okay. So, Chico, you see the Paramount uh, screen? A Gulf Western Company. Gulf and Western Company. So, okay. I am going to give the five-second countdown. Now, just to note, before we start, it is... Three, four, and five straight up theatrical cuts. No director's editions, no director's cuts, or for three, four, and five. So until we get to six, it's straight up theatrical, baby. So here we yeah. go. You have a copy. 
Uh, start at 000, either on your DVD or on your stream. I'll give the five-second countdown. One hit play, hit play, okay? All right. In, in five, four, three, two, one, play. Paramount, the king of the mountain. I thought that was Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay. Previously Jeff. on Star Trek. Don't grieve, Admiral. I do like the fact that you got this, like, blue filter yep. here as, like, it's slowly mm -hmm. going into frame here. It's just like, so like a tiny screen, and it's just slowly, right, slowly, slowly, slowly. Oh, and here it comes. Here comes the hand on the glass. Here's I the hand am. on the glass. And shall always be your friend. Your friend. Now I'm going to just die here on this glass. Ugh. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just going to take, take a nap here. Nap as I die. Now, this, now the frame's just slowly going up. And there's the, uh... There's the, the casket. Casket slash torpedo. He does not feel this sacrifice a vain or empty one. Okay, now we're going into, uh, full color here. Of my friends, I can only say this. Of all the souls I have encountered in my many travels, his was the most... Human. Order. Honors. Oh, oh, Amazing Grace. House with the sun. And here comes the sun. In a moment, then there's the sun. On a, on a new planet. Sunrise on a new planet. And now you know the rest of the story. Captain's Creed, Continuing Voyages, Her Ongoing Mission, Yada Yada, Blah Zay, Blah Zay, Strange New Worlds, uh, New Life Forms, yeah, whatever. New Civilization, uh, yeah, New Civilizations, Boldly Going. Oh, uh, wait, there's something. What's, wait, what's being blocked here? Or No Man Has Gone Before. Paramount Pictures presents. Oh! Oh! There it is, and just yeah. It landed on the Genesis planet. It land, yeah, landed right there. Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. <sighs> Meanwhile. Somewhere else on the Genesis planet, this is going on. Yeah, it's windy. It's windy, it's dusty. It, it's a new planet, it's just getting its feel. It's just getting its feels in. Oh, it's, I'll tell you what, as we find out in this movie, it's getting more than just its feels in. Alright, going through the clouds here.
All right, Pete Michelle. Also, also sorry, Mark Leonard as Sarek. Where's my son? Where is my son? Well, we'll find Merritt Bertrick back as David for this. Special appearance by Dame Judith Anderson. Introducing Robin Curtis as Lieutenant Savick. By the way, oh, and Christopher White is crude. Oh, yeah. For more about Robin Curtis, go back to episode 50 in the archives and previous entry, Tag Team. Executive consultant Gene Ronberry. He's and music composed by James Horner. Genius. Yep, back uh, from doing the uh, soundtrack from Star Trek II. Of course, all the familiar themes from two are back here in this. Yep, edited by Robert Chagru. Didn't he uh, go on to man Eastern Airlines? Or am I thinking of Martin Chagru? I'm thinking mm. of Martin. I'm thinking of Martin Chagru. What a name. Gary Nordino. Good name. Very good name. Based on Star Trek created by uh, some guy I can't remember. Written and produced by Horv Bennett. And directed right. by Leonard Nimoy. So, okay. It- yeah. So the Enterprise, it's coming back. It's It's gone through all sorts of hell from the Battle of Khan in the last movie. Uh, it's all beat up. So Kirk's just giving his log right here. Yeah. With, with most of our battle damage repaired, we're almost home. Oh, yeah, but he's not feeling very good. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. He's just and wondering, I, why, I, why is this, what has happened? Like, the ship's beaten up. Like, uh, it's like Spock's dead. This really blows right now. And all of the uh, cadets, they've been reassigned. And Savick and David, they're uh, exploring the Genesis planet right now. So it's like he helped uh, create. Yeah. Uh, David, we mean. Yep. So the Enterprise just feels like a vessel with like all kids gone. So all the kids are gone. And it's like, uh, yeah. It just stinks right there. He's just holding the chair. Like, uh, he, he, something is missing yes so they're entering space dock right now okay and they're close to it anyway yeah. and he assigns checkoff to the science station and still no response from starfleet about project to genesis hmm. okay we're getting a progress report from scotty Eight weeks oh. in dry dock, but Scotty will do it in two. Yeah, that's right, because Scotty, he can get it done in no problem. It's like, oh, he knows this ship. He doesn't really need to. You say eight weeks, ah, whatever. I can get it done much faster than that. Oh, hold on, Chico. We got a cameo coming. Here comes Sir? the cameo. Guess who that is, Chico? Oh, the one and only Phil Morris. Yes, and I was surprised when I watched this movie at first. I'm like, why is Phil Morris doing And I was like, oh, right. He's probably in this movie because 
Leonard Nimoy knew him from back when he was a kid when he was on Mission Impossible. So I, I bet you he went up to um he went up to uh Phil and said, Oh, Phil Morris, I worked with your father. Here, put this on and go do some sciencey stuff. Yeah. Oh, and we got this vessel right here. Uh-oh, that that bird of war looked like a bird of war to me. Uh-oh. Only it's going in the wrong direction, so it's not... Okay, so it's not a bird of war. No. We got this, this disheveled guy right here. They're looking for... They're waiting on somebody. Oh! Oh, it's the Vulcan High Priestess. Played by G by Dame Judith Anderson. No, 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 that's later. This is a okay. Klingon. Oh, that is a Klingon. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have the they didn't have all of their distinctive ridges as of yet. Yeah, just remember, like, we only had the ridges back in one. So we won't see Dame Judith Anderson until the end near the end of the movie, and I'll point that out anyway, so. But oh, here's Christopher Lloyd. Uh, now okay, now we see the ridges. Okay. Oh, he's got a Klingon dog, too. Oh, it's a Klingon A-Track. You know, they have cassettes now. Yep. What? You've seen it! Yup, I've seen it. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yes, yes, it does suck. Uh, this lady's gonna die. She's gonna die any minute now. Or, you know, not. Well, wait for it. <sighs> Where's my money? Yeah, you'll be getting your money soon. Yep. My ass will be getting your money. Success, my lord. And my love. Uh, yep. You'll be a member of honor. Yeah. Okay. Well. Fire! Boom! Oh, they're dead as F. How can you have fire in space? Don't ask. Oh, yeah. Uh, Feed him! Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, by the way, Mark Ockrand, who did the uh, Vulcan language in uh, Star Trek Two, is back in 3 to help develop the Klingon language. Because remember, in Star Trek One, James Duhon created the language. And uh, so... Mark Alcorn further developed the uh, language for three. So now the Enterprise is back. I'm assuming. No, that's not Earth. Yeah, it is Earth. Oh, it is Earth. It yes. doesn't look like Earth. Well, it's oh. the 2200s. No one. It probably looks a lot different than now. It's the 2300s, actually. But no, it's, a tw it's 2285. This is set in. Okay. 
So, so the Enterprise is heading into Dry Dock. And this is the new and improved uh, space dock. It's, it no can, long, it's no longer in a hangar. Yeah, it could hold on to a ship like the Enterprise. Oh, it's much bigger now. Hey, watch it! All right, hey guys. Oh, there's the Excelsior. Right. That there. is a sexy-looking machine. What do you think, Timothy? That looks nice. That looks sexy. Ready for trial runs. Yes. It has an NX designation, which means it is still an experimental stage. Yes. Oh, there's Rand right there. Yep. Looks different with red hair. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you, Jim, you got the Enterprise all damaged. I gave you one job, Jim. Oh, Chekhov's got an alert. There's something in Mr. Spock's quarters, but it was all sealed off, Chico. Why? Why is this happening? He sealed the room himself, but there's a life form in there. There's a light blinking. What is... Security alert. Okay, well... The, the doors, the box quarters have been breached. So, okay, he's got to go... Kirk's got to go and he's like, what? And I guess no one else can go into the room, except... Well, there's barely anybody on the ship right now, so... Oh, yeah, we got these guards. Yep. Yep, that's pretty much breached. Yeah. Breach the yellow tape sign. <clears throat> they cross, you cross the crime scene, bruh. Hello? This is the captain of the Enterprise. Is there anyone I, here? I am prepared to kick your butt. Jim, help me. What? You left me on Genesis. Uh, huh? Why did you do that? What? what did... Help me. Oh. oh, it's McCoy. What? What are you doing here? What? Have you lost your mind? Help me, Jim. Wait, he's what? Home? Why would he want to? They're home. They're in. They're in space. Then they're home. It's like okay. Wait. What do you, what do you mean too late? 
Climb the steps, Cli Chip. What in the world? Is Climb the steps of Mount Saleya. What in the God's name is he talking about, Mount Saleya, Chico? It's on Vulcan, Chico. Why would he want to go to Vulcan? They're on Earth. They're back home. That ain't... I don't think that's Bones, yo. Oh. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Why would it not be Bones? I don't know. Does Spock have the power to, you know... Change another somebody? person's voice? I mean, that would be just crazy, Chico, possessing someone else. That, that just makes no sense. Okay. Uh, here, they're being praised. Okay, the Enterprise crew, they did a great job here. And, oh, they're going to get an extended short leave. Oh, uh, yeah! Yeah, except Mr. Scott, because he needs to work on the Excelsior. Oh, no. He's getting, he's getting promoted. Yeah, but he's like, nah. I'm going to refit the Enterprise. No. I'm afraid that won't be necessary. What? What? Sorry. There will be no refit. Kirk's like, why? And then he's told, yeah. That you, Jim. like 20 years old, Jim. Just, that's it. Just. She was only he, supposed to be, she was only supposed to be active for five years. It's 20. It's 20. And it's had, like, three different captains. So it's like, oh, yeah, and by the way, Genesis, like, everyone's going nuts about it. Uh, yeah, just, guys, until we decide something about Genesis, just don't go there. Just don't go there at all, please. All right, so it's it's quarantined, and that'll be the end of it. So just, yeah, go back home. Just go back home and enjoy your short leave, guys. Meanwhile, Krug's just like he's watching the uh, the tape. Oh, and yeah, we're just seeing the stuff we already learned from two. So yep. we get this time with Kirk introducing it. But now we get to we get to see the cool uh, Genesis uh, CGI again from two, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. There we go. Boom. And let's see, you know, we have a Genesis event happening. Yay. Instead of a dead moon, you have a living, breathing planet. Yes. And. Yeah, all these rocks are getting rendered into like water and stuff. And Krug's like, look at that. That's amazing, isn't it? And I love this. Maltz is, like, right here, coming up. Hold on a second. Impressive. They can make planets. I love how he says that so sarcastically. Yeah, that's great. They can make planets. Whatever. Planets with chill woman on them. But oh. Krug wants that planet. Yeah, share it with no one. Understood, my lord. All right, they're going to go with this planet. And, oh. Even oh, yeah, as our right. emissaries negotiate for peace with the Federation, we will act for the preservation of our race. Yes, this is, the, this is probably the moment where the Klingon Empire is basically negotiating a peace with 
the Federation, which will pave the way for Worf to join the Federa- the Starfleet. Yeah, which, does, which doesn't really happen until 6, but remember, that becomes, the whole peace thing becomes like a big factor going to 6. Mm-hmm. The Genesis Planet, Stardate 8201.3. Yes. Oh, the Genesis Planet. By the way, Chico, as we all know, as they call it in Japan and Europe, the Mega Drive Planet. Ha 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 ha. By the way, the USS Grissom named for the astronaut Virgil Gus Grissom. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, that would be uh, that Captain S. Oh, Captain, what was it? You gonna say Captain F. Captain Esteban, played by Philip Allen, Philip R. Allen. Okay. Oh, look at these crappy ass twenty two eighty CRTs. I bet you those are lunch are those are lunch boxes on the walls. Very Star Wars of you. Oh beep 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 beep. What? Two meters long cylindrical terminum. It's a photon tube. Captain's box tube located on Genesis's surface. Oh, crap. I didn't. What? There's a life form. Oh. An, an animal anim- life form. An animal life form? What? Huh? An animal life form? Oh, hold on a second. Yeah. They don't know what's on that planet. Why they don't we beam it up? No, they can't beam it up. That would be... I mean, the ship could get contaminated, so... Savick and David, they're like, okay... Yeah, we gotta go down there. We gotta figure out what the heck that is on the planet. So, well, we I mean, definitely we can't just leave it down there. Yeah, we can't because otherwise, what? I mean, this is ridiculous. But okay, back at uh, Kirk's apartment, she was like, "What's gonna happen to the Enterprise, Captain or Admiral?" Yeah, she's gonna get decommissioned, and. They don't know if they're going to get another ship. So it's like, uh, what are we going to do here? You're well, never mind that. What about Dr. McCoy? Oh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah, he's it's probably exhaustion. Yeah, sure. It's exa- Wait, he said he's going to stay put. You know, he's not going to. Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh. It's Sarah. Oh, so nice of you to show up. Sarek, what are you doing here? I'm here to further the plot. 
All right, all you get the hell out of here. Oh, by the way, um, I mentioned in the last line trip for Star Trek 2 that the Commodore pet was in his apartment. It's still in his apartment, by the way. Yeah. Continuing. Uh, and of course, he him. wants to know, why oh, did yeah. you leave him on Genesis? Yeah, yeah, Sarek wants to know why he left Spock on the Genesis planet. Because, oh, his, his body was, okay, his body was in death. So he figures, okay, Jim, you, you got to be the last. You got to have done something. You got to have done something with you because he asked you to bring his body there. Okay. He entrusted you. So uh, probably because, yeah, his, something about his essence. And okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Out, which he, oh, it's, it's Katra. It's, it's what, what's it? Okay. Whatever. Okay, it's living. Oh, it's living spirit. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Your son meant more to me than you can ever know. I'd have given my life if it would have saved his. All right, so yeah, okay, so, all right, so yeah, he, yeah, he wouldn't have spoken of it openly because yes, yeah, Spock wouldn't wouldn't be like saying, oh yeah, I'm gonna die, so you know, take me to this one place in Vulcan where like my soul can come back. No, he wouldn't do that. He'd do it, like, mysteriously. So, okay, they gotta do this mind melt thing. Like, okay, let me just, I gotta figure. Yeah. Just gotta figure out what happens, when it happens, where it happens, and why it happens. Yeah, why it happens. It's like, okay, let me go through the, let me go through this VHS tape in your mind in the second movie. He talked about something about a friendship. Yeah. Yeah, something about a friendship. Uh, yeah, no, don't, yeah, no, yeah, no grieve. Don't grieve. Yeah. Yeah, he told me that. Yeah. Needs of the many. Yeah, outweigh dot, 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 dot. The needs of the few. And, or the one. Yeah. And then yeah. Kirk looks like he's about to cry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have been and always shall be your friend. Yes, and oh, oh, there's gonna, there's a tear. Oh, there's a tear in his Kirk's eye. Like, oh, oh no, no, I, I'm not. I can't believe I'm going through this again. And it's like, uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, that thing I said. Yeah, you don't, you don't have the thing. So it's like, okay. Well, I'm an idiot. Never mind. Uh, well, that stinks because I guess, uh, yeah, he didn't mind melt for you, so I guess, I guess he's probably dead, dead. So it's like, oh, oh well. Oh, he well. couldn't touch me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, that sucks. He's dead for good, I guess. So, uh, yeah, it's all it's all gone. Everything, everything he was, and everything he ever would be, is lost. Yeah, it's lost. So okay, I'll see you later, Jim. All right, all right. See you. All right. Oh wow, that was a quick movie. I can't believe the movie's already over. Wait, huh? Oh, he. W- yeah, you're right. He would have found a way. He would. Yeah. 
Okay, but... Oh. Oh! He could have mind-melded with somebody else. Why didn't we... Why didn't we think of that? Oh, by the way, the, um... The voiceover on the flight recorder, Horace Bennett. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Ship out of danger. So, okay, we're just... Just rewinding what's co- conveniently film reels from the uh, second movie. Yep. Going through the... Making use of all the dailies, I guess. Yep. At point seven six. He's trying to figure out who he would have mind Bones. Oh. oh. He was the last person to touch him. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like, oh. Yeah. Nerf pinch. Freeze. Computer. Enhance. Repeat and augment. There it is. Yeah, remember this. Oh. So, all right. One alive, so, one yet, yet both in pain. Yes, so, okay, now they gotta bring... Okay, that makes sense, the whole Mount Soleil stuff. So they gotta bring both of them to Vulcan, and then, okay, this whole thing will be over, and hopefully McCoy will be okay. So, okay. But Kirk's like, oh, yeah. I don't... I don't have a ship. Okay, you can... Sex, like, I'm sure you can figure something out. You can probably get something. I mean, you're Jim Kirk. You can probably figure it out. So, it's like, oh, yeah. Jim's gonna get that ship, and he's gonna figure it out how to get back to Genesis to find Spock. Okay, but meanwhile, we're back at Genesis. We're back at Genesis. It's the USS Grissom. And um, some people are p- prepared to beam down to Genesis. So. Yeah, it's David and Sav. They're going to beam down yep. to Genesis and figure, okay, what is that life form that's down there? Okay, all right. All right, you got radiation. They're almost there. Okay, good. Well below the danger level. Okay, so they they're almost close to that. Uh, oh, there. There it is. There it is. Oh, it looks. Oh, it looks, it looks like it's seen better days. Yeah. It's probably been there for like weeks. Oh, it's got mold on it. Oh, it's got. Uh, it's got space maggots on it and everything. Space oh, maggots. There are your life forms. There are microbes on the tube's surface. We shot oh. them here from Enterprise. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. They're okay, fruitful, they... and they multiplied. Okay, all right. So, but how did how did they just get like that? How they I don't get it. How they ooh, they open it? They're gonna uh, open sure, it. And it. Oh, uh, wait, wait a minute. There's there's nobody in the what? What? There's nobody in. <laughs> did Spock a magician? Did he disappear? Spock's burial robe. But no Spock. No Spock. Okay, so... 
Kirk's with the Starfleet guy, and he's like, okay, I want to, you know, get the Enterprise and, and find Spock and go to Jez's. And he's like, nope. Nope. Like, I'm not doing this. I can't I'm do that for I can't do I can't do that. I I can't go for that. No. No can do. He's never understood Vulcan miss the system. And Kirk's like, okay, look, there's a chance that he might still be alive. So it's like, okay, I gotta find him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I gotta find Spock. And I can get the Enterprise back. I can no, no. No, the Enterprise is never said the pounding, and you know it. But Kirk's like, yeah, I'll, I'll get a ship. He's like, no. Out of the question. Nobody but a science nope. team will go to Genesis. No, no, no. Just don't. Don't even try to do this, Jeb. Don't even try to do this, because you'll lose everything. You'll lose your job and your life. Don't do this, okay? Just don't. Jeb's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. What a dumb idea that was. <laughs> he's going to go do it. Yeah, he's going to go do it. And the word? Word is yeah. no. But he's going anyway. I am therefore going anyway. Oh, uh, good. Kirk and Chekhov are going to go with him. Kirk, well, I mean, Sewell and Chekhov, I mean, go, go with Kirk. But oh, Dr. McCoy, he's like, he's hanging out this bar here. Ah, they're, they're, hey, I remember this from Future World, maybe. Oh, look, there's Tribbles. That's nice. Oh. Hey, Fun. Jack. Anybody looking for me? <laughs> oh. Wait. Right. Uh, uh, to expect one to order poison in a bar would not be logical. Why is he why is he talking like that? Okay, now I guess he's gonna meet this space travel guy person. We're going to talk to McCoy and Riddles. McCoy from Enterprise. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he did seek him. And he's, he, I guess he's got a ship ready for him. How much? How much is going to be this? Yeah, well, yeah, it's now. How much is what? Why is this guy talking in riddles? What does he think he is, Yoda? Oh, but how restrictive. Take permits, many. Money, more. There's, there's not going to be any damn permits. How can he get a permit to do a damn illegal thing? Oh, he's pissed. He is pissed, McCoy. Look. He's got money. Price you name, money I name. Otherwise, bargain. No. And so, of course, like, ah, F it. It's the Genesis planet. I want to go to the damn Genesis planet. And this guy's like, Genesis? Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. No. 
I'm nobody, not it. Nobody's allowed to talk about We don't talk about Genesis. No, no, no. But we can talk about Phil Collins. How does this guy not know he's a big, that Dr. McCoy's a big fan of Phil Collins? Oh, you're clearly drunk, Dr. McCoy. Do you want to ride? Why would I want to ride home? Why would I be charting a space flight, you dumbass? Wait, how do you know? Oh. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Oh. No, that, that's not going to work. Bruh. Go home, go home, Bones. You're drunk. You think you get that Vulcan neck pinch crap can work? Oh, my God. Look at that. It's snowing and there's cactuses. Already? What is this? Something out of No Man's Sky? And there's footprints. Oh. Whose footprints? Whose footprints? Oh. They're moving him into the the Federation funny form. But yeah. I hear he's fruity as a nutcake. Two minutes. Two minutes. Tomias. Oh, <laughs> uh, that isn't funny. The hell it was. Uh, oh, uh-huh. A Vulcan um, mind meld. He's pay- that's his payback. He got, finally got it back at McCoy for all the arguments he lost. But okay, he's going to... Kirk's going to test his hand. And that's going to be okay. All right, Sulu's... Like, oh, where's Kirk? Oh, he's with the prisoner. Okay, well, Starfleet wants him right away. Okay, I'm going to walk out. Ugh. Oh. Uh, what? Oh. Don't get smart, Tiny. Oh, he's a big man. <laughs> oh, he's just Oh. Doink! Don't call me tiny. Yeah, don't you? Uh, hip toss. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Sparkle, sparkle, Yeet. sparkle. <laughs> Yeet. What? What? A guy just dropped down on the floor. Oh no! The the Kobayashi Maru set sail for our promised land. Uh, uh, meanwhile, back at the Excelsior, Scotty's just done for after a long night. Oh, here's Jay's B seeking. Yep. Yeah. He's like, um, I can't wait to break the Enterprise's speed records. Yeah. Well. Oh, by the way, doing the voice of the, uh, the, uh, computer in the elevator. That's Leonard Nimoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, under an assumed name. But, oh, this is the best part of this movie right here. Yep. Why would Ahura just work here at this winky-dink place in Space Dock? 
look at this. This is like the end of space. Or was like, they have no idea. He has no idea, does he? No. But he's like, this guy's like, yeah, I want challenge. I want adventure. Yeah, I just want like a surprise or, or two. Well, you know what they say, Lieutenant. Be careful what you wish for. You may just get it. What? What? What are these? What is Kirk doing here? Step into oh. my parlor, gentlemen. Oh, my God. This is amazing. But wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. Why is he? What this doesn't? What? What are what we going to do? No, you're. I'm not going to do anything about it. But, okay, you're going to sit in that closet. The just, closet? Have you lost all sense of reality? Just sit. He's going to sit in this closet because it's not reality. Yeah, it's fantasy. He's going to go sit in that closet. Now, okay, this is going to be the start of your many adventures. So the first adventure you're going to have, you're just going to go sit in that closet. You're not going to say a damn thing. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll sit in the closet. In the closet and sit there. Good and this, boy. And this is where R. Kelly would get the inspiration for Trapped in the Closet. Oh, jeez. No, no, Greg. No. No, Greg. No. Absolutely not, Greg. Well, it's live, pal. Can't edit it out. <laughs> and they're now on the Enterprise. Oh, the lights are on. They turn the lights on. Yes, it's it's just them. All okay. systems are automated and ready. A All chimpanzee right. to Chinese Katrina. That's right. So, okay. They're good. It's like, okay. Kirk's like, yeah, we're probably going to lose our jobs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so just, it's just me and McCoy. You don't have to do this. And Sulu, Chekhov, and Scotty are like, no, why would we do that? No. We're going to stay here with you guys. Oh, that's great. That is great. They're going to stick with him, even though they know they're going to lose probably all their jobs. We're probably all going to get demoted, court-martialed. Hell, they might even kill us. Yeah, they, who knows? Starfleet, they might just be like, eh, screw these guys. We'll, we'll give them, like, the death penalty or something. But okay, they're gonna. They're, uh, they, they're gonna sneak. They're gonna sneak out. The, they're gonna sneak the car out of the garage. Well, put how it, they? How put they it in neutral. Do, put it in neutral. Oh, 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 oh. But meanwhile, you don't think the Excelsior is gonna notice this? Oh wait. Oh, uh, they noticed it. They noticed it. They're gonna be like, "Nah, don't say, don't say anything." Okay, we're just gonna get the hell out of here. And look at James B. Seeking. He's like. Being such a prude, he's like, oh, I'm fastening my nails. Captain to the bridge. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. How is there a yellow alert in space talk? That's the stupidest. Someone oh. is stealing the Enterprise. Oh, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I'll... Uh, yeah, uh, fine. Fine. Look at this one guy. He's like, huh? What? Uh, Bones, just relax. Relax. Oh, Excelsior, they're powering up. Oh, my God, look at this bridge on the Excelsior, Chico. 
Look at that. Look at that bridge. And there's Miguel Ferrer. Look at that. This is amazing. This bridge is fantastic. You can see why Starfleet's like, yeah, this ship, this is the future. F the Enterprise. All right, they're almost near the space doors. Uh, and uh, the doors, they going to open? They going to open the doors? All space doors are closed. Okay, how are you gonna? How are we gonna do this? Are we gonna? Is it gonna smash through the doors? Oh, they're gonna open. The doors are open. How did they open the doors? Oh, good. That would have been scary if they didn't open. Maybe they're automated, like the supermarket or something. You know what it's missing, though, this scene? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're missing that, that one guy in the first two movies with, like, the spacesuit with the, uh, like, like the air traffic controller guy in the spacesuit. Uh-huh. Missed that guy. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. For a moment there, I thought I saw the Excelsior following the Enterprise. Uh, oh, wait. no. Oh, no, they're going to oh. fall. Oh, Oh, Andy wait a minute. King is like, oh, yeah, we're going to get there. We're going to get Jim. Uh, he thinks that, oh, Warp Drive, wait till he sees this. He's going to crap his pants when he sees when we go to Warp Drive. So I'll see you're closing the 4,000 me- 4, meters, sir. Yeah. Oh. Just, we'll just go, we'll just escape him in Warp. And James B.C. is like, yeah, you're never going to sit in the captain's chair again, Jim. You forget about your career. It's over. And he's like, F that. And it goes to warp. And now it's like, yeah, watch this. Ludicrous speed. No. Transwarp at your command. All right. All right, Miguel Ferrer. Push the button. We're going to go to warp. Oh. Wait. Uh, Oh. Um, what's yeah. going on? Oh, uh, it's not. James is like, what the? What? Uh, good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> somebody uh, hacked into, somebody hacked into the Excelsior. Oh, my gosh. The 20... 20- 280s version of Anonymous hacked into the Excelsior. Oh. Um, oh. It was Scotty, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. He, oh, he took all the bolts out of the warp. <laughs> By the way, remember that line in four? Mm hmm. Yeah whatever fleet we end up serving, but eh, can't think about that now. Yeah, uh, they already pushed the warp button. It's too late to think about it. Yeah. Uh, there's a bl- uh, blizzard on this 
Genesis planet and all these cactuses. A blizzard and cactuses. That's nuts. Do you know how nuts that is? It is very nuts. It's nuts. Meanwhile, Savick is going somewhere with guns drawn. And, oh, they, I think they, oh, Savick, oh, it's a cold boy. It's a cold boy. Oh, wait, he's got Vulcan ears. This what? boy has Vulcan ears. Oh. Oh, good. Oh. Oh. David figures, oh. Yeah, somehow the Genesis planet made Spock a kid. Yep. A Vulcan child. Eight to ten years old. Wait, how did... Oh. Dr. Marcus thinks that this is... Uh, yeah. The, the Genesis effect has in some way regenerated Captain Spock. And everybody's like, what? Huh? Yeah, they're all like, yeah, that... That's... That's some crazy stuff. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna beam... Wait, uh, would it be ra- would he be radioactive? No, why would he be radioactive, Captain? He's gonna advise Starfleet and get instruction. Are you really gonna do that now? Oh come on! You're probably giving him. You're probably giving your away team a whole lot of time to get kidnapped or something. Yeah. Meanwhile, your comms officer is wearing his earpiece backwards. Oh, something's being jammed. Uh-oh. Uh, that bird of prey looks like a bird of prey to me. Yes. Krug's like, yeah, just target the engine. Target Just engine. target the engine. That's all we want. All we want is the engine. Yeah. Uh, uh, fire. Oh, he blew up the ship. He just blew up the ship. No, I wanted prisoners, damn it. I wanted prisoners, not... I just wanted you to blow up the engine. Not the entire ship. Sorry, I got excited. Oh, you're dead. Screw you. Jack off. Okay. But then this guy's like, oh, yeah, there's, like, these life signs on the planet. Oh, they're probably prisoners, too. Oh, that's great. Oh, by the way, young Spock, played by Carl Steven, who we talked about in previous entry, Fluffy Dogs. Ah, one of four young Spocks, by the way. Yeah, there are four young, there are, like, four or five people that play Spock in this movie. Including Leonard Nimoy. Oh, I'm sorry. I spoiled the end of the movie. Oh, you spoiled the ending of a 
30 of a 40 year old movie. How dare you? 38. <laughs> okay. What? Huh? Spock? I Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you got right bones. No, it's bones. Just great. It's bones. Okay. That's good. And Krug and all his officers, they're on the planet. They're not in the same place as the planet. Because remember, they're in the snow. They're in the jungle. That's right. There's like different places on the planet. Okay, Savick's going to tell David here. Yeah. This is so weird, the snow and the cactus. Okay, I... This is how this planet was, right? And David's like, no. No, it's not. No. And, okay, here's here's the truth. He used proto-matter. I don't know what proto-matter is, Chico, but it's apparently... According it's to, unstable. It's unstable. So this planet's like, uh... This, this... planet's effed. Oh, uh, yeah. He was like, David's like, uh, I, I like the Kobayashi Maru, yeah. I'm you like my dad. Oh, uh, yeah. If we didn't do this, it, yeah, that project never would have happened. Eh, well. How many have died? Well, uh, a lot. There was, well, Scotty's nephew. And, like, I guess all... Con and all his prisoners. Except, for, except they don't talk about Con in this movie. Yeah, they don't talk about Con for whatever reason. Meanwhile, back at the meanwhile, back the at the coffin, those space maggots have turned into space snakes. A snake and a space chicken. A s- eh. And uh, wait, wait, make that a space boa constrictor. You're gonna bleed out your. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, there's nothing, just like a big snake. Oh, now it's getting dark. Oh, great. Now what? Oh, it's just the sunrise, I think. Now it's it's getting dark now. Now David's like, oh great, now what? Welcome to Genesis Planet After Dark. Oh, now. Now now Spock's like, uh, It's like he's got drool coming out of his, like, uh, uh, it's just like this is the first time Spock has met has met other people. Probably the first time he's ever learned how to use his mouth too. Oh, so, the planet, planet is linked with Spock. So, okay. oh, how long yeah. are we talking? Uh, oh, uh, hours. Uh, yeah, we're, we're screwed. 
Oh, great. Um, we are... <clears throat> oh, wait, what? Soon he will feel the burning of his Vulcan blood. Oh, that's right. David's stupid. He doesn't know about Pond 4 because... Oh, yeah, they're... they're every seventh year, they, they have to... I guess they have to do it. He's nine, so he's probably got... He's probably gone through it once. Not yet, I guess. I'll do it. Oh, he's got a lot... He's... Oh. I guess there's, like, a disturbance in the distance, probably. Oh, but right there, I thought he was going to volunteer to uh, be Pond Far. No! You, <laughs> you ass! Okay. Oh, there's nothing from the Grissom. Uh, Will she join us or fire on us? That, has, any, has anyone told him yet? No, nobody told oh, him. Oh, that's right, because, yeah. yeah of, uh... Oh. Oh, they're... Funny you should put it quite that way, Jim. We're doing fine. Oh. But I feel nice... safer giving him one of my kidneys. That's what scrambled in my brain. Oh, this is... What is this, the 1984, 1984 version of Pronouns, pal? I, I don't know. I don't know who's talking, if, if, if it's Spones or Spocks. I have no idea. And... Uh, quake. Hey! The Genesis planet has discovered earthquakes. Wonderful. Yeah, oh. And... Hold on. Weren't you... Weren't you seven just... Weren't you nine just a few minutes ago? Well, now he's apparently 17, I guess. 13. No, it probably I think he's like 17 now. Nope, it's 13. You sure? Oh, that makes this whole sequence much disturbing. Oh, by the way, the screams that you probably heard earlier, you know who did those screams for Spock? Uh, Frank Welker. That's right, Frank Welker. Man of a thousand voices. Yeah. All of them all of them weird. Yeah. Wouldn't Transformers have just been starting around this time in eighty four? Yes. Transformers would have just been starting. And do you know who had a voice in the Transformers movie? Leonard Nimoy. That's right. He did. He played Galvatron. Galvatron. Or no, or he or the uh, the big ass planet. The big ass planet he played. We're seeing we're seeing a documented Ponfar on a film. I feel dirty. Yeah. Oh, Maltese, yep. A Federation battle cruiser is entering the vicinity. Not you there. don't 
look nope. like Dan Fielding to me. All right, they're getting. Get, uh, they're gonna cloak. You're like, no, they're not gonna see us. Uh, they can't see us, mate. They're never gonna see us. We're gonna turn the John Cena cloak <sighs> mode on. By the way, that Klingon dog—that's scary. That's gonna be in my nightmares for. Tomorrow. Uh, I cannot unsee that. No. You cannot unsee that. I cannot unsee that. But you know what? We can't see, Chico. What? John Cena. Is is that Grissom? Where is... Oh, they're not getting anything. No, they're not going to... Nobody told him. The Grissom ain't coming back. It ain't ever coming back. <clears throat> oh. Oh no. This is not good. I told what did I tell you? This leaves you plenty of time to get kidnapped by a bunch of bad dudes. Yeah. Kirk's like, yeah, I, I came all this way for Genesis. And all I all I got is like a, a man, a boy, and a and woman. And a woman. And a woman. And a woman. Yeah, plant will destroy. It's a failure. Oh, give me a break. Failure. This is the most powerful destructive force ever. My ass is a failure. We're still talking about the woman, right? What? Oh. Oh, well, then I'm just going to. Yeah, this is going to kill you. So. Oh. No interruptions. Oh. Okay. Kirk, you're just going to get nothing. Why are you still... Uh. Battle stations, y'all. Yeah. We are cloaked and me closing on impulse power. Oh, good. Yeah. Now I'm going to get. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill me the captain of the Enterprise, man. Yes. I'm probably going to make me into a god after this. Yeah. <laughs> they, still, they still don't know, do they? No, they still don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We're oh, we're almost there. We almost got him. Ooh, we're gonna get. We're gonna fire. I'm gonna fire. Okay. Do, 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 do. And oh, hey, I found a thing. What is it? Oh, it's getting it's getting larger. Okay. Yet. Target the engine only. Don't shoot the entire ship this time. 
All right, I learned from the last guy. I won't. <sighs> no. Okay. I think it's an energy surge, Captain. Oh, what? Oh, a clo- oh, it's a cloaking device. Of course, it's a closing. Of course, it's a cloaking device. Why would they call a red alert? They're the only people on the ship. Force of habit. If my guess is right, they'll have to declerk before they can fire. Well, wait another three movies, Jim. Oh, boy. Uh, and, and there, yeah, there, 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 there it are. is. Oh, they're going to arm the... T- uh, they only have one battlements armed. Yeah. Nice shooting there, Tex. Oh, oh, the Klingon dog is dead. Good. Shot the dog, bro! They killed the dog. It's like, oh, you... You dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's still... Yes. Why did Scotty not think they were going to go into combat? Come on. Oh. Oh. Okay, uh, they shot the... Okay, they shot the... the only, they only shot the engine this time. They only shot the engine this time. That's good. I mean, it's still bad, because it's like... It's oh. bad, but it's still good. Yeah. Oh. They've knocked out the automation. Scotty's lost control. So, uh, nothing. So, they are going nowhere. Oh. Slowly. They're, oh, sitting, du- yeah, they're a sitting duck. They're just sitting there. This is the, uh, interstellar equivalent of a Mexican standoff. Both engines are de- decapitated. Discap- yeah. Incapacitated. Incapacitated. Yeah, Krug's like, this doesn't make any sense. He outgun us 10 to 1. Oh. Krug's like, oh, finally. Oh. Oh. The Genesis man. Your presence here is an act of war. You have two minutes to surrender Uh, the crew and your vessel. Yeah, well, he's, he's like, He's like, oh yeah, he's making some crap up. Yeah, he you're he, bluffing. He knows. He's like, yeah, oh crap, I won. So it's like, oh shut the hell up at the those treaty violations, whatever. Yeah, this weapon, you're all a bunch, of, you're all a bunch of criminals. So you're gonna surrender. Suck I'm not me. surrendering. You surrender. I'm not surrendering this ship, you bastard. Oh yeah. By the way, I got I got three prisoners from the team that developed. You know, I don't think he knows that he didn't develop this, Chico. No, he did not. He just happened to show up when this was being stolen. Yeah, it's like he didn't. It's like he didn't develop anything. He was just there. Yeah. 
Okay, I'll allow you to talk to these people. Oh. Oh, Savic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, David's with me. And uh, someone you know very well, but... Oh. Oh, ho. Oh, this... Uh... See? Yeah. He's messed up, but he's alive. He's subject to rapid aging. Oh, Hello, David. sir, it's David. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Dad, I knew you'd come. But yeah, this, yeah, this planet's gonna be... Yeah, it's gonna destroy. It's like... Yeah, I messed up, Dad. I'm sorry. What? Like, just... <sighs> he's like, forget it. Just... I don't get why they'd want to kill us. So it's like... Cruising. Eh. <laughs> oh, he's... He's mistaken. I'm just gonna kill one of the prisoners. I should. I probably should kill all of them, but I'm just gonna kill one of them. And that, look at this. I'm he looking at. Even care. He doesn't. He doesn't even care which one. Yeah, it's like just kill one of the three. I don't give a crap. Why doesn't he just kill them all? I don't know. Oh, oh, and and Dave, yep, you, he is his father's kid, isn't he? Yeah. Oh. oh, oh, and now he is dead. Oh, David is um. <clears throat> oh, oh no. Oh, you killed the wrong one. Okay, fun fact. That was complete. Okay, um, that was improvised. Her, yeah, that was completely improvised. Yes, but it adds to the weight of this scene right here. It's like Kirk's like, "My son is dead." You, you, he's like, and he's like crestfallen. It's like he only just learned he had a son, and now he's dead. Yeah, and now it's like. You bastard. And now Krug's like, you know what? I could have him killed them killed the other prisoners too. So okay, just surrender your vessel now. Alright. Okay. Uh, alright. Okay. I'll think alright, I'll think about it. Just alright, just chill. Chill, playing on Christopher Lloyd. I'll Yeah, I'll Yeah, I'll surrender. I'll let the crew know. So uh, okay. I'll give I'll give you two minutes, okay? I don't know why I'm gonna give you two minutes, but I'm gonna give you two minutes. Okay, so he's got a so so many stipulations with this guy. God. Yeah, it's like take every, they out. No, there's only five people. You don't know that there's only five people on that ship. And Krug's still stubborn. He's like, yeah, I want I want everything about Genesis. He doesn't care. And now Coke's guy. What's the crew on a protoplay? Oh, there's like a dozen officers. Okay. Alright, some of them are already on the 
All right. So he figures, okay, there's got to be someone on the planet. So, okay, I got an idea. I got an idea of how we're going to outsmart them. It's okay. All right. So, all right. So Bones and Sula are going to go to the transporter room. Everybody else is going to stay with uh, Kirk. Yes. Okay. So, uh, one minute. One minute. One minute. One minute. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so, yeah, and unlike last time, the hero and the villain actually do meet face-to-face. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, this was the big thing in uh, Star Trek Three. Yeah. They're, they're gonna destroy the Enterprise. Or at least make it look like they're going to destroy the Enterprise. Uh, they're going to just they're they're effed so they're they're just going to be like you know what we're just going to kill the Enterprise Uh, they're going to just they're going to they were going to they're going to decommission her anyway so it's like yeah screw it we're just going to kill this ship we're going to have a big light show over the uh, Genesis Genesis planet. planet yeah three one B, two B, three. Okay. Destruct. Awaiting final code for one minute countdown. Okay. That was it. That was the final code. Zero, zero, zero. You have sixty seconds. Worst double dare. Obstacle course ever. Oh, yeah, we're all ready. We're all ready to go. All right, we're going to have your crew up. So, yeah, we're tra- we're getting the crew ready. All right, let's go. Let's do this. Let's, let's do this. All right. He's like, yeah, let's get ready. Come on, crew. Let's get on the ship. Ooh. And... The what? ship, she is empty. Oh, now, oh, now. And not. now, the ship, she is full. She is, oh, it's full. Oh, they don't know that nobody's on the ship. They don't know any, oh, it's all. You think they get suspicious that everything's all red and stuff, but no. Nope. <clears throat> Where is everybody? That's what is, second. what is this nonsense? This crap. Okay. Uh, there's nobody on board. Yeah, the ship appears to be deserted. Cruising. That doesn't make any sense. They should be hiding somewhere. Wait, it's run by computer. That's. Wait, it's talking? Why is the ship talking? Uh, What's it what? saying? Oh, Devin? Oh! Yeah. It's a trap! I don't know how, but they found me. Run for it, Lordy! Oh, boo. Oh. And there goes the Enterprise. Oh, it's getting slowly eaten away. Right here. Look at that. And boom! Boom! Uh, Again, fire in space. 
How? Yeah. How? Yeah. I, I don't know. And it's just going to burn in the atmosphere. Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... I had some of my best adventures on that ship. And Kirk's like, oh, I, what have I done? Bone says, yeah, what you always, what you always do. Like Turn in the Kobe, Into a fighting chance to live, like in the Kobayashi Maru. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's. Here we, uh, and there's, and there's another earthquake. Well, would it be a Genesis quake? Yeah. So yeah, it wouldn't be an earthquake. Ha, I see what you did there. Oh, now, now Spock is again like. Uh, he, he's going through the he's going through the change again. He's going through the change. Oh, he changed it to another person again. Now he's slightly older, Spock. Oh, a tree fell. <sighs> Don't touch him, you bastard. How did he... How does someone whose mind is blank throw someone that far? He has no control over his baser instincts, you see. And his Klingon's looking at him like, what the hell am I? He went through the change again. Oh my god, now it's go now the changes are going so fast. Now they're going. Now they're going faster than he can keep up with. Yeah. It's like I got a phaser, son. All right. What of the four people? Uh, who played young Spock yeah. has naturally blue eyes, so they had to use uh, brown contacts for him. Oh wow, I did not realize that. Yeah. Oh neat. Yeah, Kirk's just gonna lay his jacket over David. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing is, uh, you know, it's supposed to be sixty seconds. For the, uh, but it actually took 42 seconds. 42 seconds. 42 seconds. Actually, sorry, one minute and 42 seconds. Not including the extra time it takes for the turbo lift one deck below to B deck, which puts the actual countdown to around two minutes. Huh. Oh. So. 
Oh, he found the communicator. It's David's communicator. No, it's the uh, communicator to the Klingon ship. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. David was only talking into it. Yeah. Your ship was a victim of an unfortunate accident. Yeah. Sorry about your crew, but say la vie, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I have what you want. I got the secret of Genesis, but you can come here, of course. He totally does not have the secret of Genesis. He doesn't. But he just wants to get up there. He just wants to get up to the ship. No answer. Oh, come on. I know you want this secret. Better want this secret. This this planet is starting to uh, go kablooey. Oh, there he is. Oh. Yeah, I'll drop the weapon. Yeah, you can all go over there, but yeah, that guy's the one I want. You're not want- important. I want Kirk. Yeah. Yep. Beam all the prisoners. You should take the Vulcan, too. No! No, because you want the Vulcan beamed up, so I'm just going to leave him here. See, if they could have just picked Spock up, this would have all been solved. Yeah. No, he just wants the secrets to Genesis. Yeah, just... Kirk's just trying to just beam him up. No! Just give me what I want. Just give me what I want. He's like, you idiot! Look at what's going on! This plan's done! He's like, yeah, that's great! But we'll die together! Like, oh, cool! That's great! We'll both die! (laughs) Oh. Oh, That okay, so that appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. Well we got a boss battle here. Oh oh hold on, wait for it. He said it! He said the lie, Chico. Give me Genesis. Well obvious stunt double's obvious. Ooh. Oh, oh. By the way, I should point out there was a uh, fire on the set of Paramount during the production of this movie. Oh, kicking the groin. Uh, Hold on. Uh, They're on a cliff right here. But yeah, there was a set on the uh, Paramount lot uh, fire during the making of this movie. Uh And And actually, William Shatner actually worked with the firefighters to try to save as much of the set as possible. That was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, they lost billions of damages, but luckily, Bill saved the day at the Paramount lot. Probably where he got the uh, motivation to do Rescue 911. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, He's like, Kirk's like, I have had enough you! Oh! Krug's gonna go into the lava. 
And but oh, he's dead. He's burned in the lava. Yeah, imagine the uh, Wile E. Coyote scene. Poof. Poof. All right, now uh, follow up question. Yeah. How's he gonna get off? He's gonna climb up. He still has to, yeah, he's going to climb up, but he still has to get off the planet. Yeah, well, he's got, oh. Well, I think the communicator's still there, so he's going to probably get the communicator. Unless he lost the communicator, then it's screwed. Like, oh, yeah. Yep, he's back to. He's back to, he's back to his old self, it looks like. Yeah. But yeah, his brain's still not in his head yet so they got they still got to figure that out but he has he's all right he's got the a trans the communicator molts oh this is true now he's uh, oh just in time too conveniently and just in the nick of time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Maltz is like, oh, oh, Maltz. oh, no. Yeah, it's just him. He's the only person left. Here he comes. We got to oh. get a, we got a giddy, we got a gig, giddy, giggity, giggity, get up out of here. He didn't deserve to live. Of course, like, yeah, see you later. That is such a John Larroquette thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, come on. Just figure it out. All right. Go. Go. Are you going to go or what? Yes, go. Oh. There goes the Genesis planet. Yeah. Guess we're gonna have to wait for the um Dreamcast planet now. Or the Sega Saturn planet. No, not the Sega Saturn planet. I heard Genesis. that was I heard the Sega Saturn planet was incredibly well built but ill marketed. Oh, uh, you see he lied. He lied to Moltz that he would kill him. I was like, damn it, come on, Spock. Wake up. Come you on. stuck this damn thing in my head, remember? I have this thing in my head, Spock. Come on, I... I come on, I'm going nuts. I'm Let's going get, crazy here, man. I'm going nuts, come on. Please. Oh, well. I'm a pony. I'm a pony. He's probably he's probably just faking it, Spock. He's probably just listening to him, watching him suffer. Oh. Oh no. What's he gonna say? Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. He miss misses him. Oh, uh, he misses him. That's nice. Oh, oh. 
That's nice. I don't know if I can lose you again. All right, so now they're heading heading back to Vulcan. Mount Salaya. Mount Salaya. They're going to figure this whole thing out. And Sarek is there. Here's Uhura. All right, they're, they're going to be ready. And the bird of prey is sit down. All right. In a while, here we go. Yeah, they're not used to piloting a bird of prey. They really aren't. But technically, isn't it supposed to be the same as uh, as the Enterprise? Technically, well, I guess it, but it's much smaller than the the uh, Enterprise. Oh, of course, it's much smaller than the Enterprise. I'm I'm not well versed into how big these ships are, Chico. Okay, they got they got Spock on a gurney. Get this man on a gurney. Oh, good. He's. Oh, you're awake. Sort of. Yeah. Doing. Doing. And there's Dame Judith Anderson. There she is. Ah. Yeah, she she looks like a high priestess. She looks ever more like a high priestess. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Sarek, there's like nothing in here. Child of Skull Child of Sokar. Yeah. The body okay. of your son breathes still. Yeah, we know that, lady. Can we fast forward to the other bit? Yeah, I wish so. <laughs> oh. Baltorpan. Baltorpan. That's the reunion that... of the Vulcan mind to the Vulcan body. Oh, that's... That doesn't make no. It's not logical, Sarek. That that's. Well, hold on. Oh. Oh, this. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Leonard H. Oh, the son, son of David. McCoy, son of David, since thou art human, we cannot expect thee to understand fully what Sarek has requested. Yeah, they don't. They've never dealt with uh, 
a, a, this kind of thing, much less a guy whose Katra is in a human. That's like, like we haven't done this ever. So it's like, oh god, we gotta. Yeah, yeah, we gotta. Yeah, this is just. Boy's like, well, I'll I'll just take this risk. Yeah. Fine. 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 Yeah, I just want this thing out of me. Just get it out of me. Some Vul- some Vulcan stuff. Some more Vulcan stuff. Bong. Okay, this is like the equivalent of when you like transfer like something from the USB drive into like another USB drive. Yeah. Just think of the high priestess as I don't know, the computer or something. Yeah. And this would be the long ass wait for it to transfer. It's like only on Vulcan it takes hours. Yeah. Maybe days. And conveniently lightning for some reason. The passage of time is passaging. And the next day. Maybe even a day after that. We don't know how long this went. It all, all, you, all we know is it went a very, very, very long time. And Bones is just saying, Jim, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I'm all right, Jim. Oh. Yeah, we'll figure that out. 
Sarah is like, yeah, th thanks for everything, but it's like, you've lost everything. I mean, you lost your career, you lost your ship, you lost your boy. And Jim's like, you know, if I didn't try, I would probably would have been me. I probably would have been dead, too. It didn't sit well with his soul, is what he's trying to say. Yes. And now what we've been waiting an hour and a half for. So much exposition. Just to get to this point. Wait a minute. Spock! I am Spock. I think. I'm not Maybe. sure. Maybe. I, I don't know. I haven't figured that one out yet. <clears throat> I'm still trying to... There's still some stuff. Oh, hold on. One thing I want to point out here in this scene. I think Robin Curtis on the DVD said in that moment where Spock is looking at everybody, like, about this thing with, uh, would him and Savick have the awkward look? Uh-huh. I think she said something about acted out like it's, like, an old friend that you've seen for the first time in, like, years, or something like that. And that reaction that Robin Curtis, the awkward look, I think that's a great scene right there. Yep. And up uh, here we go. Let's not say anything. Let's let them talk it out. Talk it out, brother. Oh. Hold on, he doesn't know. <laughs> and wait for it. 
and the adventure continues. And we will have that adventure continuing next time. Yep. Yeah, because they, they still got to get off the planet. How are they going to get off the planet, though? Yeah, and, well, when they get back to Earth, they're gonna, they're all, everyone's going to be waiting for them, like, oh, yeah, you, you still stole this ship. But we don't have to worry about that right now. We'll worry about that next time. But, oh, yeah, so uh, let's try and uh, look at the box office here for Star Trek Three while we're uh, watching the credits. And as James Horner's score is yeah. in the background. Uh, yeah, uh, so the, the movie was budgeted for $16 million. It made $87 million domestically off of the $16 million budget. Okay, so it made about almost five times its money back. Actually, sorry, eighty-six, eighty-seven million worldwide. Uh, yeah. Domestically, it was seventy-six million. Okay, so eleven, only eleven million overseas. Yeah. And one t- thing to note: this movie came out June first of nineteen eighty-four. I was literally one week old when this movie came out into theaters. I was four and a half. I was four and a half. Yes. I was a little boy living in Kansas right now. Oh, hold on a second. Did you know that they were Taco Bell promotional glasses for this movie? I did not know there were Taco Bell uh, promotional glasses. How many were there? There were four promotional glasses. Four, four glasses. Four glasses. So they have one with Spock, uh, one with... Uh, Kirk and Spock, one with Krug, and, oh, spoilers, one with the Enterprise getting destroyed. Yeah. yeah okay. Is, well, they gave it away in the trailer, too, so it's not like... I think everyone knew going into this movie it was getting destroyed. So. Yeah. As for a home video, it was rele- or initially released on VHS, Betamax, Laserdisc, and CED... Oh, that's right. CED was still around till the R- the RCA Discovision was still a thing. Yeah. Well, not that because Discovision was Laserdisc. Uh, CED was like its own thing. Yeah. It was video uh, disc, but yeah. And then eventually, this came out on a, a on a bare, bare bones DVD in two thousand. Mm-hmm. A two disc special edition in late two. Then it came out in Blu-ray in nine. And it just last year came out for the first time on 4K Ultra HD. Yep. So, and it's also in the uh, recently released uh, Star Trek VI movie collection that's on 4K Ultra HD and regular Blu-ray. And like all of the Star Trek films, they are available to stream right now on Paramount+. Plus. Yes. Oh, by the way. I have something to tell you about one of the extras in Star Trek three. Did I? Did, oh, there's Phil Morris in the credits right there. Yep. But I will save that for next week. And oh, on it was a thing on TV at the time of recording this. Hey, what is coming up on it was a thing on TV? Uh, okay. Uh, so coming up uh, as we record this. Because this, because this is going to be released like a, a week after we record this. Yeah, so it'll be. So it'll be. So we have. So so 
right, we've already released Split Personality and Mind Readers as part of our Buzzer Lost and Bound week. And we have the uh, SNL Funny Cars at Worcester uh, Worcester Centrum. Sorry. Uh, Coming up in the week to come, we have Half Nelson, which was a very short-lived series involving Joe Pesci as a detective. And we go back to the big board at Television City and face the Gauntlet of Villains one more time as we revisit the 1979 fan favorite. And also another live show because, hey, yeah, let's get to McDonald's. We're gonna get some McDonald's. We're gonna we're gonna throw a dummy in a in a wheelchair and throw it over a cliff. We're gonna have a dance party in the parking lot of McDonald's for absolutely no reason. No reason because Orion Pictures decided let's waste all the money we can. All right, hold on. Color by Movie Lab in association with the Cinema Group Venture. Original soundtrack is available on Capitol Records and XDR cassettes. Not on, uh, so they're not available on Klingon eight tracks. No, unfortunately not. Damn it. MPAA certificate number two seven three eight four, made under the jurisdiction of the IATSE, affiliated with the AFL-CIO. We union, bitch. Mountains, stars, Paramount, a golf and western company. And and scene. That's right. Okay, so that will do it for this live show. And as Chico mentioned, we got those shows coming up. And of course, our next live show, which of course I think we already mentioned. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, I'm going. I'm going to be doing it live. I'm going to be doing it live from DC because I'm going to be at SparkleCon. Oh, that's great. So you're going to be. Dancing to the big, you should record the commentary live from the McDonald's in DC. <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, there's like, have you ever been to Washington? There's like five billion McDonald's. Yeah, that's the fun of it. Which McDonald's would Chico be recording the commentary for Mac and me at? Who knows? Yep, it's not like it's not like I'm gonna be Herb at Burger King. I mean, you don't have to find me or anything. Yeah, we're not going to offer you a prize or anything. That, no, that would just be stupid. That'd be silly. Okay, so for Chico, this is Greg, and next time we'll be doing a Star Trek Live Watch. We'll be uh, on some kind of voyage somewhere. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, st- Captain's Log, start date, 1986. That's right. Hopefully, maybe they'll stop and see the uh, New York Mets at Shea Stadium, or maybe go to Candlestick Park. Who knows? Uh, and somebody's and 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 I bet you somebody's gonna tell them that what they're planning is outrageous. Oh, I yeah yeah definitely. Some guy is gonna do a turnabout and say it's outrageous. You see what I did there? I I totally see what you did there. <laughs> All right, but we'll see you next time. That's Chico. I'm Greg. See you next time. Bye.